Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are so very thrilled to have you hanging out with us and us getting to hang out with you. More importantly, that God is going to speak and minister to your heart through our time together. So put the remote control down. Let's kind of snuggle into this time together and see what God has for us because it is a really rich time and good things that God has. And you might be watching right now and you're struggling with some sleep issues. You're having a hard time with sleep, insomnia, you're waking up at weird hours, your sleep is not restful, you're kind of anxious and it's just like you can't get more than maybe 30 minutes or an hour at a time. It's just a struggle. And I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would give you a breakthrough in your sleep. The Bible says he gives his beloved sweet sleep and you are God's beloved. I've seen this in my own life, struggled sometimes with some sleep issues, and God's given me wisdom, but also supernatural help to have better sleep. So thank you so much, partners, for joining us, helping us to cover the earth with the word. We appreciate you immensely. And mom, we have a really wonderful guest today. Super excited about this guy. Oh, we do. And this is Prayers and Declarations that Open the Courts of Heaven with Robert Henderson. Now, who doesn't want an open heaven? And you say, well, whatever closed it. But I believe this book, this testimony, will help you to know how open the heaven is for you. So as you watch today, let the Holy Spirit minister to you and give you revelation. And remember, there are special things that open heaven. It's not just sitting and looking and saying, well, maybe it'll open up. No, there is a way to have an open heaven. And you're going to love the guest, and you're going to want his book. I promise you, you will. I don't have a safe place to sleep on. I am scared. I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources. I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then, Saving Moses. Saving Moses gives me a safe place to sleep at night. Saving Moses gave me the therapeutic milk I need to thrive. Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely. My goodness, we are so thrilled. Oh my goodness, we have a phenomenal guest with us today, Robert Henderson. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Robert, for being thrilled to have you here. Fellow Texans, you know, oh, yeah, that's right. oh, yeah. doing fried okra, turnip <laughs> greens, love and yeah. all that. So there's a little bit of like affinity, yes, yes. eating affinity. Robert, you have this cool book called Prayers and Declarations that Open the Courts of Heaven. Yes. One of the things you talk about this uh, in here is about like bloodline and generation stuff. Mm -hmm. So mom and I sit here, generations, right? Mm -hmm. One generation declares the glories of God and the next mm -hmm. generation. But sometimes the generation deal can be a negative thing. Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now and you have negative traits passed down from bloodline, right? Genetic predispositions. And there's all kinds of, of generation stuff that can come down that's negative. We want to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. 
and grab your copy here. But can you talk to us about what that looks like in terms of, of your book with the courts of heaven mm -hmm. and bloodline? Yeah, you know, uh, the enemy looks for anything to build a case against us. Um, um, like the word, uh, the word adversary in Luke 18, but also 1 Peter 5, 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary. The devil tells us mm -hmm. who he is, walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That word adversary literally is the Greek word antidikos, which means um, a, a legal opponent. It means yeah. one who brings a lawsuit. Right. And so, so and, and by the way, anti instead of or against, dikos, which means right. So his, his whole agenda is to deny us what's rightfully ours. Mm. See, when Jesus died on the cross, he provided everything for us. Then why don't we have everything? Why, why do sometimes we, we see people that don't get healed or we see people that breakthroughs don't come or whatever? Well, it could be because the enemy has found a legal right to deny us what actually rightfully belongs to us. That's what he does as our legal opponent, according, according to Peter. And so, so, and one of the ways he, chief ways he does that is through iniquity in our bloodline. Uh, uh, I talk about in Psalms 32 and Psalms 51 about David speaks of sin, transgression, and iniquity. Mm -hmm. Sin, sin means to fall short in both the Hebrew and the Greek. Transgression means to step to step across a boundary line, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, across something we're not supposed to cross, to, uh, a violation. And it means to do that in rebellion. But then iniquity, iniquity basically means the history of sin in our bloodline. And, and I, I know personally that when I dealt with iniquity in my bloodline, I got breakthroughs into my in my life that I had been struggling to have for years and years and years and couldn't figure out why I couldn't get them. What? what okay, so give us some examples because, mm -hmm. you know, iniquity's bloodline, I don't know. I mean, it sounds nice, but give me some practicals. Yeah. Okay, for instance, just I'll tell one about out of my own life. Um, for years and years, for two decades, 20 years, seriously, there had been delay in my life. Every time there would look like there would be a, a breakthrough, an opportunity to come, something would sabotage it. It would just happen over and over and over. And I got to the place where I had hope deferred because you, I'd been disappointed so many times. And I was ready to quit. Now, not, not quit God, but just, you know, why try anymore? Yeah. Why, 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 why try to do this anymore? And all of a sudden, God in his mercy gave me a dream. And in my dream, my great-great-grandfather had through negligence injured someone. That's all I knew in the dream. And because of what he had done, there was a present day verdict against me from a court. Mm. And I woke up and the dream was so real. It was one of those dreams that was so real. Like I woke up thinking, this is real. Like there's a nat there's a judgment from a real natural court against me. And then when I got awake, I realized, no, no, that's not, that's not it. And, and I read, but I knew God was saying something. I knew God was saying, you need to come before me and deal with what your great, great grandfather did in negligence that allowed somebody else to be injured on some level and repent not only for yourself, but for, for but repent for, for what was done, what was done through him. And so I did. And I'm telling you within a week, within a week, 20 years of delay ended wow. within a week because, because the, everything that the enemy was using as a legal right to sabotage my success and to sabotage my breakthrough was moved out of the way.
Now, I, you have that in your book? I, I think it's in it's in some of my books, but yes, the, the, the whole principle of, this. of that is in the book. I, yeah, absolutely. Because you're identifying with people. Yes. Big time. Absolutely. And big time, they need your book. Oh, absolutely. They, they need that because we deal with the whole issue of iniquity, mm-hmm. and it's different from person to person. You know, like I tell people that iniquity does four basic things. It allows the enemy to tempt you in a given area. In other words, I say almost all strongholds have their roots in iniquity in the bloodline. I mean, if somebody is given to addictions, it's almost, it's a safe bet that there's addiction in their mm-hmm. bloodline somewhere. So uh, identity undealt with will fashion the way you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 iniquity will, because yeah. when, 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 Je- um, when uh, Isaiah is standing before the Lord in the presence of God, he says, woe is me, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. God purges him of his iniquity. What does he do? He says, he hears God saying, who will go for us? Who can we send? And all of a sudden, Isaiah, here am I, send me. Isaiah went from one who said, I'm completely worthless to one that's now a prophet of God. His identity completely changed when iniquity was purged. Mm. See, that, and see, I promise you, we struggle with identity so often because of iniquitous issues in our life that are trying to tell us who we are instead of what God actually says we are. Wow. And, oh, then, and then destinies are thwarted because iniquity begins to lead us into mm. ways that, that we shouldn't go instead of into the path that God has for us. But then I tell people the, the fourth issue is the enemy uses it as a legal right to build cases against us. This happened in 2 Samuel 21. When David says, why is there a famine in the land for three years? And God mm-hmm. says, because your predecessor, Saul, 70 years prior, broke covenant with the Gibeon, Gibeonites mm-hmm. that Joshua had made come. And when, when David dealt with that 70-year-old broken covenant, it started raining. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the Bible says, and God heeded the prayers for the land. See, they could have prayed from now on. But there would have been no result. Why? Because there was an iniquity the enemy was using as a legal right to prohibit what God actually wanted to do. And so whenever they dealt with the iniquitous issue or the sin in the history of a nation, it was open so that, so, that, so that the drought could be broken and rain could come. So, so those, you know, the enemy uses iniquity in a very strategic way uh, against us. Uh, I, tell, I do tell people this. I say, now, when we talk about dealing with iniquity, we're not talking about changing the status of someone's eternal destiny. I said, the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. We will all give an account for what we've done with our own lives and the decision we've made. I said, when you deal with iniquity in the bloodline, what you're doing is you are giving the enemy or you're giving the Lord the legal right to revoke the enemy's rights to use the sin in your bloodline against you. And, and I said, and so you are, you are removing that right so that he no longer can use that as a, re, as a license to sabotage your destiny like mm-hmm. he did me uh, and, 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 uh, and freeing us from all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be watching right now and some of your identity, you're like, wow, that really speaks to me. Because some of us, we, have, we look at generations. We think, well, you know, I'm, I have anger management issues because my uncle had mm-hmm. anger, man, anger management issues or my father or my grandfather. Or you might be looking, Robert talked about addiction mm-hmm. and we have an uh, addict mindset. And some of these identities we have received and it's passed on generationally. We want to pray for you that God would set you free. Hop on the phone, get on the website. And of course, 
grab your copy, Prayers and Declarations That Open the Courts of Heaven. This is a huge resource for you and extremely helpful. One of the things I really appreciate about this book is that it's short. <laughs> uh, I might be the slowest reader you'll ever meet. So when something's short, I'm going to have a higher chance of finishing it. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. And identity, identity. A lot of the decisions we make, our actions, our attitudes, our outlook, mindset comes from our identity. And if there's iniquity and accusation and deception in the way we see ourselves, then we're kind of doomed from the outset. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We're going to pray for you and really help you see. And, and God's going to walk you into the true, your true self, who God has fundamentally made you to be fearfully, wonderfully knit together in God's image, the image of God. And, you know, I just want to encourage you as well, as I think about this, and we're going to come back here in a little, just a little minute um, and, and pick up here and talk a little bit more about identity and generations. But I just want to encourage you. If you remember at the beginning of Job, the first, first and second chapter of Job, God is having a conversation with Satan and God, God brings out Job. Have you considered my servant Job? He's, he's amazing. He's got high core, hardcore integrity. And the enemy accused Job, accused Job twice. And I want you to remember that the accuser wants to condemn and control you. Arm yourself with powerful prayers and declarations that bring you into the courts of heaven. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Robert Henderson's book, Prayers and Declarations That Open the Courts of Heaven. Been able to get breakthrough in, I'm gonna teach you how to come into the courts of heaven and see God render a decision that will allow your breakthrough for you and your family to come. Through this book, you will learn how to break bloodline curses and generational inequities that cripple your destiny, overcome hindrances to receiving your miracle healing, declare supernatural reversals and miraculous turnarounds, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Move Your Mountain teaching CD, what every person wants to know about prayer book, and our Confessions scripture card. For your gift of $65 or more, we will send you our Jewish prayer shawl. This anointed and beautifully detailed shawl will add a special level of peace and focus to your daily prayer time. Receive your supernatural breakthrough. Open the courts of heaven today. Call or click today to receive this transformational resource. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. When you watch this program today, it's going to free you from junk and trash that the devil has said is yours that is not yours. You know, my father had a mental breakdown. And so when I was about 36, I was under a lot of pressure, a lot of work. Uh, what can I say? Just 
you know, events that were hard on me. And so the devil said to me, uh, you're going to have a nervous breakdown just like your father. And I said, oh, God, help me. And this is what he said to me. He said, I'm your father. I never had a nervous breakdown and you never will either. And I think these are principles you're going to really enjoy today from Robert Henderson on prayers and declarations that open the courts of heaven. It's awesome what you're sharing with us and in this book. And as Sarah said, it's short but it's mighty. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. You know, you know, one of the things we were, we were talking earlier, one of the things that sometimes you get hit with is that people want to um, criticize because we believe in generational curses because, they, because they would say, well, no, well, Jesus dealt with all that, that those, those aren't, those aren't real. But see, the Lord gave me an answer for that. Actually in Galatians three thirteen, the Bible says that when Jesus hung on the cross, the scripture very clearly says he became a curse for us. Mm-hmm. And so that so that we are no longer under the curse. Right. Okay, we understand that. Uh, but then in Revelation 22, 3, in the millennial reign, it says, and there shall be no more, no curse. more curse. So I say, so when did the curse end? Galatians 3, 13 or, Je- or Revelation 22, 3? I said, Galatians 3, 13 is the stated legal verdict of the cross. Mm-hmm. But Revelation 22, 3 is when it has been fully executed into place and there's a new heaven and a new earth. Only then will there be no more potential for an active curse. Up until that time, we have to take everything Jesus did for us on the cross and execute it into place against the adversary so that any legal claims he's yet using against us can be revoked. And that's what we're doing in the courts of heaven. Mm-hmm. We, we come and we say, Lord, we are, we are asking for your blood, according to Hebrews eleven twenty four, to speak in our behalf and silence every voice against us uh, that the enemy would be claiming that would allow a curse or, or negative things to work in us in our family line. Mm-hmm. And the blood speaks of better things. Yes. So the blood is talking for that's us. That's right. And I like that. And I think you really reveal that in the book. And, you know, sometimes you just need this assurance. You know, you say, well, yeah, I know that, but it doesn't always work for me. It can always work for you. Be sure you call in and get the book, Prayers and Declarations. I make declarations every morning. And on and it says that open the courts of heaven. I make them at night too. And I might make them during the day when things are kind of, oh, yucky. Anyway, you got to get the book, and you've got to let us take your prayer request. The other thing, too, I was just thinking about, you know, a lot of times um, in our families, we we have a, not identities that we get from our families. I was just thinking about, like, remember this Hatfield and the McCoys, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember that family feud yeah, thing, yeah. right? We read that back in high school, and the Hatfields and McCoys are fighting each other. And the Hatfields always had, well, this is who we are, mm-hmm. and the McCoys, this is who we are. And I think sometimes we have this mindset, well, I'm a I'm a Hatfield, so this is who I am. I'm born this way, raised this way, all of my, my siblings are this way, my mom's this way, da, da, da. And for some of us, it's a struggle to get out of that Hatfield <laughs> McCoy identity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You might be watching right now and you're so aligned with, this is my family, this is who we've been, this is who we are, this is, this, this is my, this is, I can't get out of it. I can't get, escape out of this. And I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that there's freedom, freedom from the enemy's plans and bondage. But what would you say to somebody like that? 
You know, I, when you're saying that, I think about the old adage, uh, the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree type yeah. thing, yeah. which is basically saying you're, you're, you're a product of your family. You're, you're, right. you're not going to be any greater than your family or, or, or whatever the situation may be. But see, that's a lie. That's a lie because because the enemy uses that or can use that to actually uh, put limitations and restrictions on us so that we do not become what God wants us to become. And 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 sometimes it's coming from a natural source where the people you've just heard things and been told things, but then and additionally to that, the iniquity in the bloodline, as we've talked about, actually has a voice to it that would make us think about ourselves in a certain way. And when we silence that voice, uh, according to, again, Revelation 12, verses 10 and 11, when we silence the voice that would be speaking against us, that would be labeling us, defining us, when we do that, then all of a sudden we're free to begin to think about ourselves in a different way and to begin to consider ourselves in a different way. Because we, we know as a man thinks in his heart, so That's is he. Right. right. And and if I can start to think differently about myself, then I can, I can potentially begin to to have a bigger effect or a greater effect or a different effect. Maybe maybe it's not bigger and greater as much as even a different effect than than what maybe somebody else in my family uh, has had. Um, you know, I have a testimony in my own life that that my wife and I, when we got, we got married very young, we were 18 years old. We've been married for 42 years now. Nice. And um, uh, have six children, great life, all those kind of things. Uh, five grandchildren with a six one on the way. Uh, all these sort of things. But when, when, when we began at, very, very early on to step into ministry, my family really, really couldn't see that. They could, and yet I knew on the inside of me, I was called to do this. I was called to ministry. And yet they really had a difficult time seeing that. I had to make a choice. Am I going to allow what their perception of me is define me? Or am I going to obey the Lord and do what he wants? And so I maintained honor toward them, right. which we always should of do. Course. But at the same time, I said, but I have to obey God. Mm-hmm. I have to do what God. And I remember years down the road, I asked someone in my family, I said, well, what do you think about this? And they said to me, oh, we're not even getting into that. We made such a mess of the last thing <laughs> because we resisted you so much that we're not even, because now we see, now we can begin to see who God has actually made you to be. And see, I'm just saying that to say people need to really be true to what's on, what's on the inside of them, to their heart, and believe what God is saying. See, if Jesus had allowed the men of Nazareth, he would have been nothing but Joseph's son. Yep. But, mm-hmm. but he right. would not let them fashion him and form him. He knew from the inside he was the son of God. Mm-hmm. And so he refused to just be Joseph's son. But if he'd allowed the ones that saw him grow up, they would have made him just Joseph's son. But he said, no, I'm the son of God. And, and he lived out the destiny God had for him. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of David, right? Mm-hmm. The youngest brother mm-hmm. among all these. And Samuel comes to anoint. And even his dad forgets him out with the sheep. Yep. You know, and, and I think sometimes you might be watching right now and your dad forgot you or whatever, abandoned you. You might have siblings that are like, Woo, you know, you're just kind of the runt of the family. And uh, those are struggles in your mind to escape that stuff, those, those restrictions, constrictions. And we want to pray for you that God would help you to live in the fullness of your identity, divine identity. And so we just have a quick little minute here, mm-hmm. just as we finish up here. If you had one thing, just a, a short, concise, what would you tell our viewers that would be most essential, critical for this book? I, I would say uh, 
number one, get the book because like I was in Hong Kong and somebody said, well, how do I address this issue in the court? This issue in the court. And they pulled the book out and they flipped. He said, here, read, say this prayer because at the end of every, every chapter, there's a prayer that, that is there to help people begin to pray into the courts of heaven in regards to that thing. And so, so, and what I say is use the prayer as a launching pad and then let the Holy Spirit take over and he'll help you. But that would be one of the main things because in the book, uh, we actually tried to be very, um, very as much uh, as equipping as we possibly can be for people to be able to use it to get their breakthrough. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like a manual kind of. Absolutely. And and it's referencing. One of the things I love is in the very first part, talks about bloodline issues, talks about your purpose and your, and your destiny, um, possessing your book, mm-hmm. opening the books of destiny. I mean, yes. these are all really resetting timing, mm-hmm. timing in the courts of yes. heaven. And then I appreciate, of course, I'm going to be this massive advocate. Chapter three is all about Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hold on for the ride. He's our advocate. I know. Yes, that's absolutely. a journey venture of a lifetime. So I just want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. And of course, we want to pray for you. You might be struggling with some health issues. You might be struggling with some depression issues, financial issues um, that are just unexpected bills that kind of, ooh, I didn't know what that was. We want to pray for you. We know that God has answers. God has help. God has provisions and solutions. So when you hop on the phone, we want to pray for you and also grab your copy. This is a powerful resource to change your life. Arm yourself with powerful prayers and declarations that bring you into the courts of heaven. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Robert Henderson's book, Prayers and Declarations That Open the Courts of Heaven. Been able to get breakthrough in, I'm going to teach you how to come into the courts of heaven and see God render a decision that will allow your breakthrough for you and your family to come. Through this book, you will learn how to break bloodline curses and generational inequities that cripple your destiny, overcome hindrances to receiving your miracle healing, declare supernatural reversals and miraculous turnarounds, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Move Your Mountain teaching CD, what every person wants to know about prayer book, and our Confessions scripture card. For your gift of $65 or more, we will send you our Jewish prayer shawl. This anointed and beautifully detailed shawl will add a special level of peace and focus to your daily prayer time. Receive your supernatural breakthrough. Open the courts of heaven today. Call or click today to receive this transformational resource. We're so thrilled that you've been watching us and and our interview here. Robert, I know many of our viewers really would appreciate you praying for them because this is really powerful stuff. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. So, so Father, I just want to thank you right now for all those that are watching. And, Lord, I want to ask that even as we would come before your courts right now, Lord, we acknowledge that you are the Lord, you're the judge of all the earth. You're the righteous judge. And Lord, I want to ask that every resistance and restriction that's on your people, that there would be judgments and verdicts and decisions rendered from your court that would revoke the legal rights the enemy is claiming. Lord, we would remind you that your blood does speak in our behalf, that the blood of Jesus does speak, and it causes any and every voice 
that would speak to resist us, it causes that voice to be silenced so that his legal rights to restrict us, I decree, are now broken and they are removed. And I say, Lord, that finances come free. Healing begins to flow, Lord. Father, I thank you that that breakthrough in families come. Lord, I pray marriages are healed. Lord, I pray wayward, rebellious children are brought home again. I thank you for this, Lord. I say that there shall be no lack and there shall be nothing that shall resist your purposes. And I give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is so wonderful. And, you know, we believe, I believe, and I want you to believe it too, that every day can be a miracle day. So I want you to say, this is the best day of my life because Jesus loves me. Mm -hmm. 